Hello and welcome to the Kitty Talks podcast. I'm your host, Kitty Waters, serial entrepreneur, success and business coach, and I'm the co-creator of the Network for Transformational Leaders. Each week, I interview top thought leaders who are changing the world. This podcast will show you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. This podcast is sponsored by my Do Your Dharma program. This seven-week online program will help you let go of anything holding you back and unlock your greatest potential. We've now had over 80 women and three very evolved men go through the program with incredible results. The next time I'm launching my program will be May next year, 2020. And at the moment, there is an early bird price of £395. That will go up to £595 in April. So if you're interested in joining us, go to www.doyourdharma.co.uk. Now, without further ado, I will see you on the other side. this week's episode of Kitty Talks. This week we talk about how you guys need to know what you want in life and not how it's going to happen. What you want, not how it's going to happen. Most people don't even let themselves go there. And in this episode, I'm going to unpack why it's so important to know what you want. It's like getting in a car, your car is your life, (laughs) and not knowing where you're going. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of Kitty Talks. I am your host, Kitty Waters. Well, actually, my name is Aloise Surfleet Middleton, and I'm still in the conversation with myself, it has to be said, not really anybody else, of how to rebrand and whether I should rebrand. I think I should. So for those of you who are new listeners who don't necessarily know what the hell I'm talking about, my birth name is Kate Waters. Everybody's always called me Kitty since my 20s. And then a year ago, I decided to change my name. And the reason I decided to change my name was all to do with a vibrationary impact, taking my life and myself up a level. Since I changed my name, I've given up alcohol, I've given up meat. What else has happened? I would say I've let go on a financial perspective about money. So it's been a really interesting journey. And one of the things that Aloise Surfleet Middleton, the name will bring me, is all around following and following my passion. And I am just about, I think, going to do a rebrand. So just before we get into this week's episode, I'd love your thoughts on this because obviously it's always a tricky thing. But I'm going to do a website update and going to do a Dharma update. And I think when I do it, I should do it. I think it's being brave. Obviously, you might find that people don't find you anymore because obviously they know you as a certain name. But I changed my name because I knew it would help get my work out to more people. So what do you think? Should I rebrand? Let me know. So without further ado, we are going to go into this week's episode. I'm just going to have a slurp of my tea. And this week, what prompted this episode is our Dharma class is going through the week where they're looking at what's holding them back. They're looking at their limiting beliefs. They're looking at their blockages. And then, of course, we do a lot of work to unstick them. 
in life, we have to unlearn what we've been taught by the system and we have to relearn that we are powerful creators. So what I want to talk about this week is your job in life is to know what you want, but not how it's going to happen. So I'm going to say that again. Your job in life is to know what you want, but not how it's going to happen. As we are on this journey of life, and if you haven't listened to my previous episode, The Purpose of Life, go back and listen to that because it'll give you an idea about what I'm talking about. But there's three stages. We wake up, and when we wake up, we go from being unconscious and asleep to waking up and understanding that we have power and taking back our personal responsibility. And we then start to heal all of the stuff that we have been carrying around as a human being. So we go wake up, grow up, and then show up. Now, why is this relevant to what I'm talking about? Well, you need to know what you want, not how it's going to happen. Once we've gone through this process of healing our traumas, our blockages, and really getting aligned to our life energy and really freeing up the stuck energy that we have been carrying around I truly believe that we become more powerful and we're able to pull in and manifest and create what we want even quicker because our energy is not stuck it's not at the lower level vibrations it's not being used to keep you small you're really alive you're actually really in tune with who you are you're doing work that you were meant to on the planet once you have awoken to your personal sovereignty you really start to understand that we are part powerful creators. And our job in life is to create our futures and not live into what I call the default future. Our default future is like a hamster on a wheel. You know, we're not really aware that we can make a difference in our lives. You know, we're just going through the motions. So I want to give you a few examples of this in my life and also in my Dharma students' lives because One of the things we do in Dharma is we get them to create a compelling vision for their life. Now, this may sound really simple, but actually people don't know what they want. Do you know what you want? Because if you don't, this is a challenge to you. I would put the challenge out for you to create a compelling vision for your life. And I find the easiest way to do that is to actually to go into the future and work out what you would regret if you don't achieve like I know that sounds scary but it really focuses our minds you know if you were to go five years into the future what would you regret you know I'd really regret not living my best life you know I really know and understand we're here to make a difference but it's also supposed to be joyful and fun so take yourself a few years into the future and what will you regret if you don't do interesting I'm already thinking about things I'm going to regret if I don't do so it's a very powerful powerful question and then think about how you'd like your life to look now one of the things that's coming through for me at the moment is that we're going to up level our existing vision so my husband and I our vision a couple of years ago was to buy a place like we live in now we have um, an acre of land with three barns two that were quite dilapidated and one that had been uh, restored and one that had been turned into a house and we bought this project two years ago and we converted since converted the barn in the garden and it's great because we're now starting to do retreats we have basically a holiday rental business in our garden and we've been really surprised how easy it has been 
you know, luckily for us, it's, it can't believe how much it's rented out and how quickly. So the thing that has been really coming through for me recently is the vision and the dream. And this has probably been in the last six months that's been coming through is to have almost like a global transformation center. So what does that look like? Well, that looks like having a piece of land, quite you know, reasonable piece of land in the countryside somewhere, somewhere that we can create an income stream, somewhere that we can have people come and stay with us, somewhere that needs us to put a stamp on it, somewhere that we can do retreats, somewhere that we can effectively do our work. My husband, as well as being an investor, is a very talented Qigong and Kung Fu master. And obviously I do my Dharma stuff. So it feels like it's something that is wanting to be birthed through us. And this week in Dharma, we were talking about visions. And I realized that I haven't sort of looked, I haven't taken any action towards this vision because that's something else I really, really bang on about. Like you can have a vision for your life. The idea of having a vision for your life, knowing what you want, is it's almost like a course correct. You don't get in a car without knowing where a car is going. But you also have to take baby steps towards it and be unattached to the outcome. So I didn't really know what this place looked like. I just had an idea of what it would achieve. But I also realized I hadn't really been taking any action. And so this week, I've just sat looking at houses. And there was nothing, there was absolutely nothing calling me. And I just thought, oh, it's okay, this is a good exercise. I'm just going to sign up, you know, for a few different websites. And I'm going to just see what comes. You know, I did this for probably about three days. And I'm still doing it about day four, just because I was enjoying myself. Like, it's so nice just to let your imagination run wild. And we don't do that, I think. I think as humans, we tend to stop ourselves because we don't know how it's going to happen. And this is the point of the podcast episode. Your job is not to know how things are going to happen. Your job is to know what you want to happen and then not be overly attached to how it happens or what it looks like. I know that sounds a bit strange, but I knew, for example, in moving into this house, I had some sort of clear ideas and parameters around what I wanted. I wanted a period property. I wanted something we could add value to. I wanted something we could make money from. I wanted something that weirdly had um, a room for an au pair, like I got specific. And this place just turned up and it totally fit the bill. Now, I hadn't necessarily didn't know exactly what it would look like but actually saying what I'm saying now I remember people I've heard of who have moved into had dream houses and then put it on their vision boards and three years later they realize they move and they're in the house that they dreamed of so you know who's to say that you can't be really specific but the point being is I didn't know how it would happen and before I knew it about two years ago it kind of just appeared and it kind of just occurred and then we didn't really know if we could afford it but actually we kept on going and it all seemed to pan out so most people don't let themselves dream most people don't let themselves even go there because they get too stuck in the how and then of course they don't even take any action towards what they want you know the amount of people that I've seen coming through Dharma who are scared almost And it's interesting because I realized this week when I was looking at all these houses, I then found one that I really like. (laughs) And it kind of ticks all the boxes. It's a big old house, beautiful land, beautiful grounds, like real wow factor, because I think that's important if you're going to have a retreat center. It's got to be somewhere beautiful. It's not far from the coast. It needs work. The house itself is in good condition, but the internal 
needs work, which is fine because then it means you can put your own stamp on it. But what's really attractive is it's got four holiday cottages in the garden. Again, that's a great income stream. So I got really excited. And obviously I talk about following your highest excitement. And I was like, oh my God, this is really exciting. And I got really, really excited. And then my ego appeared and my ego said, well, what would your parents think if you moved there? What would people think if you bought that place? Like, how funny is that? Would anybody come and see me? Or would anyone come and see my husband? Because we'd be a bit further away. We like three hours west. It was so interesting watching all the things that came up. My brain was kind of like, well, you can't do that. Your parents are getting older, Matt's kids. There was so much stuff that came up. And I just thought, wow, this is what our egos do. They keep us small. So the beautiful people never stop dreaming because these things can materialize and they will come into your existence if you take action towards them and if you stay unattached. So what I love to do, so when I was manifesting the network, some of you have heard this story, you know, I did get really clear on what I wanted. I didn't exactly know what it would look like, but I knew the type of thing I was looking to create and what I wanted to to set up. And I took action towards it. Like it, even before I was connected to the lady that I am now, I actually put my job down to three days a week. I'm pretty sure that that was before I got connected to this lady. I actually took the ball by the horns and went down to a three day a week job. So I had two days a week to work on this organization. Like that's pretty committed. And for all the training that I've done, the landmark training, you know, it says when we draw a line in the sand, when we commit and energetically we work and go towards what it is we want, the universe will rearrange itself for us. And that's what happened in this case. You know, the connection came in of my now partner for the network because I was dedicated and the universe looks for openings to do its work. And so that's the other thing. I think, you know, this place that we're looking to buy, we're not just looking to buy it because it's a big old house, you know, and we want to live in a flash house. For me, it's a place we can, I can facilitate really my work on a bigger scale, which is shifting consciousness. You know, if you can have a place that is beautiful and you can invite people to and that people want to go to, it can be almost like a healing center. So if you're listening to this podcast, Really, really think about what you want. It's time to reclaim your power. It's time to understand that you are a powerful creator. I'm sure lots of you have manifested small things, you know, little things in your life. And that's great because that's a way of getting confidence and building your muscle. But don't be afraid to really go into what it is that you want and how it feels. Because I think it's really all about how we feel and the feeling. So the other exercise that I love to do is actually writing as if it's already happened and writing in the now about what is happening. So you're almost tricking your brain that it's actually happened. So you write in the present tense. So I'm waking up in my beautiful house. I'm seeing this, this and this. And, you know, it's a powerful exercise to do. So what you also have to then do is control your mind and control your ego because that your ego will get in the way and it says, you can't do that. Who are you to do that? How are you going to make that happen? But as I've said, it's not your job to know how it's going to happen. Your job is to set the course, intention, attention, no tension. Give it a t- intention so you know what you want. 
give attention to it. So we're giving it attention. We're going to look at this property in about two weeks' time. And then we're having no tension. And then you have to just trust that if this is the right place, we'll end up there. If it's not the right place, maybe it's not just, you know, maybe it's just something we're going to go and have a look at and it'll be fun. Intention, attention, no tension. So are you somebody that doesn't let yourself go there? Or are you somebody that dreams big? So in our Dharma group, we've had amazing success where people have set their course. Um, One of the guys who was in our program wanted to be made redundant. He'd been in the company for 18 years. And of course, he could have left because he didn't want to be in his job anymore. But he had a big severance pay. And actually, we created a vision for his life that he would get a certain amount of money from his redundancy. And I think it was about eight nine months later he is made redundant with the exact amount of money that we set we have another lady in our program who set her course she really wants to build a land build a property in canada and she is going to build it on her sister's land and already has had the the plans drawn up but in between time she wanted her and her partner wanted to live by the sea And that was part of her vision six months ago. And they moved in probably about a month ago to their new place on the sea. So this is powerful stuff that you can do. But really what comes down to what you believe. Because what you believe you create. And most of us have been taught that we are powerless. So we really need to unlearn that societal conditioning and relearn how powerful we are. And one of the things that we're doing also in the Dharma program this week is we're looking at the blockages that we have, because a lot of us have had incidents or things that have happened to us over the years that we maybe haven't looked at, that we've maybe suppressed or ignored. And of course, what happens is our energy, it's taking energy to store those unprocessed emotions in our system. And so when you start to wake up, you start to go through a healing process of looking at all of the stuff you may have suppressed and starting to shine a light on it. And we use the work of Byron Katie, very powerful work, which is all about how to let go of limiting and stuck beliefs. So what's holding you back from creating the vision for your life? I bet you believe you're not good enough. Every single person I know believes they're not good enough. What are the major limiting beliefs that are holding you back from creating the dream life that you so desire? I'm sure it will be that you don't believe you can create it. And I'm here to tell you what you believe you create. Whether you think you can, you can. Whether you think you can't, you can't. It's very simple as that. I just put a post actually on Instagram. And I think those of you that follow me on Instagram, it did really well. And loads of people really, really resonated with it. And I think it was because it was, you know, it's so true. It says negative thought. I believed it so deeply it became real. Positive thought, I believed it so deeply it became real. Your choice. And it's so, so true. You know, and the thing about our Dharma community is we create a space and we hold the space for you and your vision. So come and join us, is all I would say. You know, it's growing and growing and growing. We had our first Dharma retreat this summer and it was beautiful we had 10 souls and um, so many big shifts and realizations and we're going to go again actually I'm going to do a dharma retreat for people who haven't done dharma actually so watch out for that if you're interested in joining our community but want to come and dip your toe in no problem I'm going to do some day retreats uh, next year 
But that's exactly what we do. We hold the vision for you. We did a come as yourself party at one of our retreats. And it was just so cool because people dress up as their future selves. And of course, what we're doing is we're anchoring them into their future self. And it's just so fun. Like one of the guys turned up as a million pound portrait artist. And we had a lady who's set up her own business. And it's a travel event business. Oh, it's just, it was so much fun. People bought props of what they wanted in their life. I was wearing a really nice dress and then I had yoga pants underneath and baby toys because it was like signifying all the different things. So yeah, it's really important to let yourself dream. So just to reiterate what we've talked about, you need to know what you want, not how you're going to get it. What you want, not how you're going to get it. And then, you know, take steps towards it, baby steps towards it. Just go and try things out. Just go towards the direction of where you're headed. And then see the feedback that the universe gives you. Feels good? Fantastic. Do it more. Doesn't feel right? That's okay. Do something else. We are powerful, powerful creators. So I'd love to hear your experience. What is it you have pulled into your existence? Have you ever set a vision for your life and has it ever come to fruition? One of the girls, again in Dharma, she was saying that she had this vision to live on the beach. Two years later, she lived on the beach. So it is very, very powerful. So I'd love to know your experience of this. So please do PM me on Instagram. If you don't already, come and follow me. Kitty underscore talks at instagram.com and also come and join our free facebook group kitty talks on facebook yes and come and share with me your experience what have you pulled into your life what is it you have had as a vision and then you've made it come into existence i remember doing a workshop recently at rest fest and a lady was saying how her and her dream her, her and her dream partner got their dream property and how it came about was just beautiful. And one of the things that really struck me when she told me the story is she was totally loved up. They really didn't think they'd get this property. But I do believe she was in such a high state of love and vibration that it really helped her to pull in what she wants. So beautiful people, that's it from me for another week. I would love to hear your feedback. Come and say hello. And if you haven't already, please do leave me a five-star review on iTunes. It really, really does help us get ratings. And we will see you next week. So I hope that has convinced you to get a compelling vision for your life. If you haven't already, write it down, write in the present tense, really get clear on what you're looking for, and then take baby steps towards it. So it's an interesting balance between being attached and letting go. So I would always say, make sure you let go and just trust the universe has your back. you so much for listening to the kitty talks podcast i do hope you've enjoyed this solo cast or this guest this week i try and interview the most amazing people so you guys can really get some insight into how you can build amazing lives in alignment with your soul if you haven't already come over and follow me on instagram kitty underscore talks and i'm also on facebook and we have a free facebook community so why not come and join us